listen and subscribe to The Table of Truth on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Welcome everybody to Blurred Lines. This is your man Cam. With me as always is... Yo, this is Josh. Uh, distracted on my cell phone while Cam is doing this intro. Um, yeah, there we go. So now I'm, now I'm present and, and focused in, in things. <laughs> as well as... Mrs. D. What's up everybody? I'm here and I'm ready to ruin any preconceived notions you have about anything related to film and TV. <laughs> And that that actually is a perfect segue to by us talking about Picard as a as a season. It, it finished this last season recently. Um, all three of us watched it. Um, the 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 nostalgia feels are on a thousand. Um, oh. The, oh yeah. The, the 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 writing was on a you know seven out of ten. <laughs> Six and a half, you know. I, 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 you know, about a give it and a half. I give it seven and a half. What they I, got I'll give right, it. I'll give it. Right. I'll give it a full. Yeah, I will give it a point, a, an extra point five for the nostalgia. Or actually, I get. Oh, you know what? I'll give it a seven and a half because I like. The, I'll take another half off of it because I'll say that if those things, if it wasn't Star Trek, that none of a lot of those things wouldn't work. Hundred percent correct. Um, and so yeah, we watched the finale. We watched the full season. Um, you know, as always established, Josh and I are big Trekkies, have been since basically birth. Uh, D'Angelo, recent convert, also really good, but he always comes with, always tempers our nostalgia mm-hmm. down a little bit because me and Josh would geek out about the, the latest Picard and then D'Angelo would give us a nice sober this, this uh, water on the face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is where they failed you. But I would... <laughs> I, I will say I will say that this is the season we should have gotten season, from yeah. season two. Um, yeah. I think yeah. they did a great job of bringing back our all our old favorites. Um, you know, uh, all the best lines went to Worf and and freaking Riker. Uh, they just had they just they just you could tell that I just I personally enjoy when you can tell the actors had a great, as much fun uh, making it as we have yes. was watching it. And yeah. they did a, re- a really, really good job. You know, I think it was just, you know, all the feels, the quips, the funness, you know, uh, it had, it just, it just, it was like fun to watch. Like I really enjoyed every week and I was just kind of like giddy as I got to watch it and the, the interactions with everyone. Um, and also kind of to, to kind of check in on some of our favorites in the, in the Trek, Trek lore, I, I would say. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, I think they did a really good job of pivoting back to, a lot of different things, a lot of stuff with characters, references that they made to stuff that happened in next gen. Um, just 360 degrees, at least from the histrionics of Star Trek, if you can call it that, is, is that, I mean, it, it literally is that much uh, lore. So I guess you could call it historic. Uh, in terms, yeah, I, yeah, I, at yeah, this point, yeah. I think you can. Like, like there's so much. Uh, lore with star trek that it it does have its own almost feel like legitimate history at this point i mean there's 40 plus decades 50 actually more since the original series so you know but but yeah man i i thoroughly enjoyed everything that they brought to the table i didn't have unlike most other star trek anything I didn't find myself poking holes through the references that they made or how they made tethers to certain things or that didn't happen that way or this character doesn't do that. Like I, there was none of that. That part of my brain officially got shut off somewhere in the middle. 
And I was like, they're nailing too many things. There's no reason to nitpick. At least not as far as the the references are concerned. And the sort of this happened and that happened. So now we're playing off of X, Y, Z, one, two, three. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it was, and it was one of those things where it's like, you know, I think a lot of shows can kind of like um, take note to how to do nostalgia right. And, you know, and even when they brought in things like, you know, the Brit Spiner is in his what, 60s, almost 70s now. And then like, yeah, and then like, oh, Dana's back. How are they going to do that? Oh, that that actually kind of worked. I thought it was going to be all lore. I didn't think that they would actually manage to resurrect Data somehow. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that they did, honestly, because um, as much as I liked the Jada's ending and, you know, from the movie when he dies and then the storyline of season one of Picard, uh, this was better. Like, this was a better, I'd rather Data be left out, left with that thought about Data in the Star Trek mythology than the previous two um yeah and that are three if you count um the original uh next generation finale um which data is still alive in at that point but um um i definitely you know the next generation is special to me because as i've told you both um it that's the first star trek show that i watched regularly and i watched it with my with my late grandmother um and, and we were the only two individuals in our family that, that actually Dang. watched star trek and so there was that special bond that we had as i remember um we uh she loved uh the next generation um and you know john luke car was her guy you know like that was like he was the he was the the, the man at the time um and and we and we would talk about it and, and so the nostalgia part was the best part for me i wanted mm-hmm. this from the very beginning moment yeah. that they they announced yep. uh star trek uh, that they mm-hmm. announced that they were doing picard yeah where i i want all of the nation yeah to, yeah to appear even if they don't mm-hmm. all appear at the same time yeah i want them all there I want Dine in there. I want, I want like, you know, I want it to be an update on where Levine. these characters are because they were special. Yeah. Um, and I think that's and the we, thing that we wanted. Um, and I got from me, I like, I like that aspect of it. Cause like for me, that's what my whole family are Trekkies. My, we watched Star Trek and Next Generation as a family. So we watched all, every single episode, sat down and watched it. And like my parents, they watched it from the original Kirk thing. They brought us into TNG. Then we watched uh, D, uh, D Space Nine, watched yeah, Voyager. Right, so like we all, as a family, watched it. So I, you know, that's the, the nostalgia part for me. But then also yeah. too, you know, I think I like that they made a good job of bringing in people and kind of catching up with their lives, right? So you, mm-hmm. you get to check in. Like Worf is doing what you thought Worf probably <laughs> be doing, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like you know, and same with um, you know, even uh, Crusher who. I think glad that what, what the way they went with her, I like that they did that because I think it got to flesh her out a little bit more. Um, and so you kind of do. The only thing I didn't like was like, I don't know if the Crusher character would actually not tell Luke Picardi as a kid. That's kind of weird to me. 
but yeah, Josh and I had this whole back and forth. Yeah, he's, it's, uh... he's convinced that they that they they handle it the best way they could. I said I still say again, it's how you tell a certain story that resonates more than what the story is. Yeah. I have no problem with her and Picard having the love child because there was always yes, yes. That chemistry yep. and tension and that kind of and Picard to me always looked at Wesley like, you know you shouldn't be lying, right? He <laughs> <laughs> always gave Wesley that look. Yep. Like, you know, only one bottle of Scott separated me mm-hmm. from being your dad. Um, um, and so I was very cool with um, the son. I knew that that was coming. Yeah, I didn't, like you said, I did not like the idea that that Beverly Crusher would do that to John Luke Picard, and and they kind of try to clean it up. I mean, it's exposition to the to the wall. Yeah, um, yeah. but they try to clean it up by saying, you know, well, she, I, she does tell him try about or, them yeah, and try to get them to come together, but he didn't want to. And then we're shown the scene as to why he, you know, he actually does go and talk to him, but John Luke fails his his test that anybody would have failed yeah. in that moment because no, how how am I supposed to know that this is my son trying to gauge whether or not I sure. can be capable of loving him? Yeah, that's the kind of convoluted type of network yep. TV melodramatic writing bullshit <laughs> that I don't like because it, because it it takes you away from the real point, which is John Luke Picard. Yes, he was devoted to Starfleet the most devotee to Starfleet of mm. all the Star Trek series. Yep. He he he's arguably Mr. Starfleet. Yep. More than anybody else. Probably the only person that's a little bit more is, is Spock. But that's I was gonna say Kirk. Kirk was, was married that? to that ship. At the end of the year. Now, he was married to the ship. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, I married see to the yeah, ship. Yeah, the idea. Celebration. Yeah, right. That career. Yeah, Picard yeah, is married well, to the idea. He's yeah, married yeah, to the okay. idea. Like he's, Kirk could be, Kirk could bend a little. Yeah, but but mm-hmm. Picard, no, not until this moment. And actually, where, I like that they they did that with Crusher, where she was like, "Look, there was always something. Like I will go to you." And you got to go talk to the Romulans. I go to you. Oh, we got this person, the Borg. Like, so there was no calm point where we could have a conversation, which that part, I think I, that was like, that would play through like to the Picard character. I like that. Yeah. I, and that's why I said, I, I, Josh and I talked about it and I, I do accept part of it because we know what Picard's life was like. And, and, and that probably would make, and then thinking about it in the way she, she explained it. She did lose Wesley no. under Picard's watch. Yep. Not lose him in the sense that he's killed, yeah. but lose him in the sense that as a part of their expeditions, Wesley became ascended to yeah, something else. a new being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she lost him because she would never see him again. He, Wesley is in the same boat as yeah, Cisco he, in yeah. the Star Trek universe yep. where they're, they're they exist, but they don't exist somewhere. Yeah. But they don't exist. I do want to say something about speaking of DS Nine. Talk about it. So the thing that the only reason it they mm-hmm. redeemed themselves is because the it turned out to be a red herring. But I was not feeling using the changelings in 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 for. 
the TNG uh, storyline. And I know that we you you mentioned that you didn't poke holes in in our thing, but for me, I don't get by the narrative connection, the myth the mythology connection to the Dominion and speak, that whole situation. Yeah, to the Dominion and DS Nine, and the fact that those were the individuals who dealt mostly yeah. with the changeling. So the idea of not con of Worf not contacting yes. Kira yeah. or yes. trying to figure out a way to connect to Odo in the Great Link and he references Odo. That's when I'm saying again, that's when the network TV writing that's moonlighting as a serial on streaming pops his rears so, its ugly head. You and I agree very heavily sure. on that. Uh that there was no real tether to DS9, which if you're gonna use yeah. the change even if it was a there needs to be there, 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 yeah. there, narratively speaking, because this is the this is the Angelo's voice in my head now. Uh, narratively speaking, you you create a situation where you all but have to pivot at some point to Deep Space Nine, and it could have been something as simple as, you know, I don't know, Frontier Day. I, I think I said to you, Angelo, you could have had Frontier Day at Deep Space Nine, and that would have solved. All the problems. Narrative problems. Yeah. Yeah. Only only thing with that is I think they wanted Frontier right. Day they wanted to, to be, be in Seoul. Yeah. And, and DS9 is not in, in the Seoul yeah. system. And, but, but you're right, though. I think the with, without having, because, like, yeah. you know, they dropped Tuvok in there, you know, as a little nice little, like, nod to mm -hmm. uh, Voyager, which is cool. But you're right. It, like, it would make sense that when all of a sudden you find out there's the changelings, who, who automatically knows yeah. what changelings are about? You go to Kira. Tu Tuvok was Tuvok and a few other things looking back were supposed to be the the foreshadowing mm -hmm. of the board, right? Because it was Janeway and Picard who had the the biggest like Borg, like conversation, Borg yeah, confrontation, right? Yeah, exactly. So, Voyager and TNG. Supposedly yeah. they did Janeway uh, scenes, but they got cut. Oh, really? Supposedly, I, I I was reading up on supposedly. That, again, Kate Mulgrew is doing mm -hmm. Prodigy right now, yeah. so like yeah. it doesn't make sense overload to you. to right. be not be like at least call her and say, hey, can you appear? We just get us down. We'll get your makeup. Shoot you as Janeway. As Admiral Janeway, mm -hmm. you have a few lines, and that's it. Yeah, like they could have. So I believe that probably they did try something. It just but, didn't. Yeah. It just didn't work out. And because it was odd that Whoopi wasn't. Yeah, that was, yeah, wasn't yeah, it. Yeah, because yeah. it was yeah. the second season, right? And they were in her bar. Like it was just. I, I'd rather you not even mention if you're not Diamond, show if her. You're not. If you're not. You know, you're not going to show her like that. To me, that was mm -hmm. one of the small things. And again, like Josh said, it's not worth. Like stabbing yeah. ice pick holes yeah. in there, yeah. like that. But um, it did give a lot of hope for because we were talking about it throughout. Like, what do we want to see next? We want to see the the Star Trek Legacy show where it's it's seven. We need we need uh, Reg. We need Reg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but you know what's funny is they um, I was reading some reactions and it's kind of not as there are some fans that are like, yeah, we like to see that, but not with Raph. We don't want Raph. Yeah. Why do you hate black women and Star Trek fans? <laughs> you know, honestly, they, they brought, some of them brought up a point about Raffi in that 
she was in she was not the best character from throughout the okay, series. Yeah, she's yeah. Very, they could have they could have highlighted them. the changes her character went through a little bit better. They needed to connect. Yeah, well, I think, I'll give you the that. season two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I Take think Star Trek, Star Wars. She then, has an arc. This is how you discuss issues that you have with your favorite thing. You don't do the nonsense <laughs> yeah. that you do. You 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 have prime example. I'm dumb. You go on a quick rant and then I'm gonna let you finish. The, there's a petition for a Star Trek legacy to be a show. The same way that there was for Strange New World. Gee, a petition and no vitriol. That's just amazing that you can do that in fandom, isn't it? Isn't it, Cam? Isn't it, D'Angelo? That's amazing. <laughs> that you yeah, can actually I, affect I so. That's a... And of course, the show, uh, uh, what's his face, Kurtzman, is like, we've heard the fans and we will, you know, basically, he was like, we're we going to do what we can do. We're going to do what we can. Yep. Well, he owes us anyway because of what he's done yeah. to the Klingons and for Discovery. Yeah, 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 yeah. World. I agree. Oh, I agree. They're correcting it in streams. Yeah. Was that? Well, I know they will, yeah, yeah. but still. Well, and so I would go this. I would say um, <laughs> I was surprised that they brought Raffi as the connective tissue from season one yeah. all the way through three. Because everybody even, else Because in two and see. Yeah, because Rios yes. was was a way more interesting character. He was more fun. He was nice, lovable rogue kind of situation. Like in the end, they let him grow to a point which I thought was dope from season mm-hmm. one all the way up to season two. Um, and so like I like I would have actually like the real I, they, they probably brought Raffi just because mm-hmm. the whole connection mm-hmm. with seven blah blah blah. But Rios was a more fun character to have. Even the Romulan kid was fun too, just because he was a blank slate and like. Having Seven trying to almost like mentor him as as to readjusting in society, that part so, was kind of a cool thing. They, I so think they, they also see him again. show up. <laughs> but it's, I guess it's been well. It's just around all these, all these accusations, man. I will not stand for these accusations. But you know, I think I would like to see him come back if they do legacy because yeah, that'd be awesome um, i feel like it's always good to have a a good strong non-human character on any star trek ship and so far the only everybody that they have so far mm-hmm. is human right so um obviously seven is formerly bored mm-hmm. but she was always human uh and you know the laforge daughters got mm-hmm. them beautiful. and uh mm-hmm. and uh, uh who's else and then you got uh uh picard jr you know so like um it's it's they have a lot of interesting things i think the failure of picard season three it was not was not better developing some of the new characters that they that they that they introduced yeah um too much too much exposition to get us to like i said it's it jumps right out and running like it just starts yeah. running right out the gate it's, and 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 i felt that there could have been moments where we saw things but it wasn't moving as fast and the board reveal spoiler alert for those who have not here, watched any of you spoiler alert here, here comes spoiler the the board reveal as being sort of the, the the greater scope villain, the true main antagonist behind uh, the changelings, worked 
because of the history, and that's why they 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 actually salvaged the 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 using the dimin the changeling as um, the red herring. Don't know exactly who those changelings are, but we were hinted at that after Odo takes so goes back to the Great Link and the Federation, the Dominion War ends. There's a big fracturing in the Great Link, yep. and apparently, some. Um, what was weird to me though was in the original con in the old continuity, changelings could actually breathe in the vacuum. Yeah, that was what thing I was going to say. So then I think, so I think, yeah. yeah, that was the thing I was like, that was a, that was different. And I was kind of like, um, the, uh, they could explain that away with how they can hold their forms longer now. Mm -hmm. That That's another way, like as a mutation did, blah, 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 blah. True. But I think, True. again, going back to what you said earlier, it's just like using a major DS9 villain <laughs> race ish in TNG felt a little weird to me. Because, like you said, it would it, if they would have done that if they like one line of dialogue. <laughs> but sometimes, you know what, we say that a lot. But sometimes it's either not enough, or it it comes in place of showing us. Yeah, there you like, go. There you, you know, go. There you go. Like they could have showed us some of the history between Picard and Beverly that we didn't see. Yes, yes. Um, they could have even they, they could have even done um a montage a quick montage of the that the whole um uh, virus thing and the end of the Dominion mm -hmm. War or whatever. Like I think there was a lot of stuff where they could have leaned. They really didn't lean too much on archival footage, except for the, the data Riker whistling mm -hmm. thing, which was cool. But yeah. I think they could have done some more, some more of that. Cause I would have loved to see some DS nine footage yeah. sliced in there yeah, yeah, yeah. for certain things in there. And I, and that would have gave you a little bit more extra context of like, cause again, the Picard junior doesn't know about that stuff. You know, the daughter, uh, Jordy's daughters, they know in context, but not there. really like yeah. they, they know about it, but it, they weren't there. So I think you're right. There's a lot. This was like sprinting. They're sprinting really fast to get everyone in the in in the room on the mm -hmm. table at the same time. Which again, satisfying moment, super awesome, loved it. But you're right. They sacrificed a lot of that storytelling elements that could have mm -hmm. connected that tissue. And like like you said, Josh, like the if Worf saw it was a changeling, the first thing he would have done with it was called yeah. Kira. The first thing would have done it from yeah, jump. Commander of she's the commander. She's for probably a general yeah, yeah. She, as far as we know, she's still the com she's the commander of DS Nine, and so even even like um, not having not have Worf like or not like have um, you know I don't know how word would have got to him, but I would have loved to even see Jake like call Worf and be like, "Yo, I heard the I heard yeah, the change. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. The you're like, possibly see, <laughs> you know, like. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, like maybe he talks about like even though, you know, maybe Worf just calls him to let him know everything's mm -hmm. gonna be cool. You know what yep. I'm saying? And he's like, you know, you know, even though I know he's he's not dead, you know, or yeah, I, yeah, I still yeah. feel him. You know, I still know out there. Just to reference my yeah. man Cisco, man, that's the worst thing that ever yeah. for any other captain, man. I'm sorry, mm -hmm. I still hate that that they did that to him. And I love DS9. Mm -hmm. yep. I love that show. But I do not like the way that they ended his uh, yeah. Cisco story. I hate the purple stuff. I, I hate it, it as much as Angela it. does, but it is a little disappointing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it is disappointing. And, I, and so I think, you know, 
as a whole, like we, you know, the card season one, we were kind of like, oh, this is interesting. Oh, this is getting yeah. kind of good. Oh, this is not that great. Oh, okay, it's not that bad. And then it, it kind of landed yeah. the plane yeah. decently enough. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. it was. Season one was, was fun. Yeah, I, I it was fun. Yeah, and then season two just went off the like third. Just it what sucks for these season two is if they would have kept it in that murder feature world or whatever. And they had to play that dual role between being an actual good person and being a completely uh, horrible person. That would at least it would have been interesting because then you could see Evil Picard, yeah. Evil Seven, like and it's in a world where they have to figure out how to get out of it. Um, it's just all over the place. Yeah, though. it just yeah, it just didn't make no sense to stick them in a world that's basically ours, plus, mm-hmm. plus ten years, and then kind of yeah. go from there. So I think no hardships. Yeah, they weren't on the hardship that much. Yep. And then on top of all of that, you put. A big giant turd on this Sunday, and it's called <laughs> time travel. Yeah, and we already know. It stinks up the joint. I Yo, mean, it makes it smell like hot wow. chitlins on a summer night. <laughs> but you waste Q too, which is odd because he in the you know much the to the actor's credit, like they he did what he strong. could. They just didn't maximize um, on. Yeah, I would say that. I would say that. Yeah, yeah. like it's. But again, you just like it, it, it made no sense though. It was that whole that whole Q storyline to me was was mm. was nonsensical. Yeah, and I and 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 off, on top of it being time travel, <laughs> we've seen Q have a little bit more uh, challenge Picard in a much more you comprehensive never way in the past. Before. <laughs> yeah, he just goes and everything. Well, we, well, Q learned a lot from Cisco. Facts. No, big, big facts. <laughs> remember, remember what no, no, that was Cisco? classic. The card never hit me. <laughs> but I mean, to your I, point, no. I mean, Picard. I think, um, you know, the so there's a couple of things that that got that even even with how they use the the board queen in season three is a little muddy because there are people who are confused. Um, thinking, well, if Agnes is the board queen now, then she yep. should have been the board queen in episode three in a uh, season two. And that, yeah, and, yeah. I, I yes. explained that. So to you, I can explain. I can explain. Really explain it. So, <laughs> so in a nutshell, yep, what happened was, uh, you're still Agnes. Agnes becomes the the board. It gets consumed by the board queen, and the, she becomes an amalgamation of the board queen and herself. But the board queen that supplants her is from the alternate timeline, not from our timeline. Yeah. So when she shows yeah. up, at our timeline, she, the board queen, our, poor, board queen Prime, she got cut off from everybody else. That's why right. she's out there and by so, herself. Wait, who's board queen Prime? Who's, who's board, board queen? queen, queen we got a I would say three. I'm. Yes. So, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Board Queen is not say, yeah, Board yeah. Queen Prime. They're not the same. Yeah. That queen yeah. that supplants yeah. Agnes's personality is from an al- the same alternate timeline that Q sent them to yep. in season two. They don't make it clear. Yep. So they yeah, do yeah. make it clear. It's just horribly forgettable. So what happens at the end of season two yeah. is after she boards the 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 ship, the the, the Stargazer. That uh, that Rios is captaining, um, and she assimilates the entire um, the entire fleet. The completely forgettable thing that happens is there's some anomaly that they're supposed to be stopping, and that's what she came back for 
400 years into the future, however many years into the future, she, she is there because she foresaw or detected whatever, um, this huge anomaly that threatened to knock out the entire solar system. And so she assimilates the ships, uh, the, the ships in the, in the armada that, that is there to stop what they think is a board incursion and, uh, and basically uses whatever, whatever to stop to shield the, she joined, she joined the shields again, not whatever. He joins That's the right. together the for yep. the entire armada and blocks whatever explosion uh, or flare is coming out of the anomaly. And she agrees to be the guardian of that anomaly because she thinks that something is coming. And of course, they never explain what it is and they completely gloss over it yep. and don't touch it in uh, in season three. But the thrust of that is all. Yep. that she is alternate timeline Borg queen, not Prime yeah, yeah. I, was, I was gonna say that's yes. that's the the bottom line line yes. and all of that convolution. Yep. Is the, she is an alternate version yes. of the Borg Queen, and the one in, uh, in Picard is yes. the original Borg yes. Queen and from first contact. And so to clean up what they didn't necessarily make clear in, in when the Borg Queen Borg Queen Prime pops up on season three of Picard is. She is most assuredly the queen that they hobbled in Voyager. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because there are people who think that, that she, yep. like, okay, is this a different queen? Uh, that this is a different queen, and this is the queen from First Contact somehow. Yes. Yes, it is. Nah, nah, nah. nah. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Right. First Contact, the queen. If I right. Alice queen contact, the first voice. contact yep. is followed by her appearances on Voyager. And so, in Voyage, Voyage yes. finale, yep. right. the upload right. of a, a virus, uh, uh, future Janeway allows herself to get assimilated and uploads a virus into the collective. Collective is basically effectively hobbled, and they think the board queen is either dying or dead. And get the follow up in Picard that the she hobbled her ass all the way to the to the Alpha Quadrant. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it was a good plot, though. I thought the plot chilled in the gases of Jupiter, but that's interesting, though, because don't they leave her in the Delta uh, Quadrant? Yes, but so the so yeah. the yeah. the cube was emerged from a transwarp conduit that they built into the gas giant into the gas giant. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. It, it it cut so it, I, it folded. They so folded I think space. the cube and, itself is a transwarp conduit. Yes, I think that's what that's, that's why Janeway. And so, like, I like. That's the one aspect of it I like that we as humans would be so arrogant to integrate shit into our to, that all of well, them can talk to each other. I think and so I like the implication I like that aspect is of it. That, that was part of the board plot. That, that was part of the plot. They implemented board oh, technology. Pushed along to with the change lane and all that kind of stuff. To yeah. assimilation. They don't there's yeah. a couple so there's a couple and things that they don't make much. fully clear. Like like the the thing with the board queen. They don't because she says you something 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 and she's talking to picard so it leads you to believe oh this is a different queen and so first contact queen is different from yep. the voyager queen when she could have said yep. you starfleet or something along those lines that leads you to understand that this is the same queen that we last saw in voyager when the unimatrix gets, gets blown up yeah and that and which would mean that that would that was her she had by been anything. defeated by Starfleet 
Um, but that would be the third, the, the second or third time right. that she had been brought down and almost permanently by Starfleet. So it would make sense that they would. But yeah, the whole, the whole, the thing, the thing that's weird about to me is that nobody at Starfleet was like looking at the schematics and like, is this not, well, again, familiar it, to y'all? Again, the <laughs> idea being that they've been planted, that enough people in key positions have yeah, been supplanted yeah, know, by changelings and didn't get, that they were yeah, able no, to sort I'm of joking. skirt around that. But it's not obvious. No, you're not wrong. Yeah, no, no, you're no. Joking. You're not wrong. I'm, but it's not a continuity. It's no, not a no. continuity error, is what I'm saying. But it's not. It's, 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 it's again. Just, it's that it's that just, tried and true phrase. One line of dialogue could have you know could have yeah, made that yeah. a little bit clearer. And also, I, I'm with the I'm with I'm now officially with D'Angelo on the anti time traveling team. I think it's too. It's just people use it when they get lazy, and I'm like, yo, there's so many other things you could have done. That's the one thing that Star Trek has always the criticism that they yeah. that they've encountered over the years is that a lot of their plots are very lazy. It's not, it's because it involves mm -hmm. time travel and alternate realities. And it doesn't, it doesn't require a lot of thinking to, to, to really put that into play. You just say, Oh, well, what's the opposite of a noble person like John Picard, a very duplicitous son of a bitch, like, uh, like his mirror is mirror, <laughs> uh, universe counterpart or, you know, it's, I think mm -hmm. the one thing that about the Borg Queen thing is that it actually operates the way time does work, which is um, <clears throat> just because you take one person out of this time and space and put them into a different time and space does not mean that their actions are going to impact that entire space yeah. time. It, it, yeah, it yeah. doesn't even make any sense. Because now, yeah, shit still happens whether yeah, you're there or not. It's just like that'd be like if you died. Oh, oh, well, everybody you knew just gone. <laughs> like, no, yeah, life can well, you. And like, so, so I would say from 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 season two, the other uh, highlight too was was actually the acting of the uh, board queen who passed away. Yeah, shout out. Yeah. Um, yes, well, AKA Lady Jack from uh, Twenty Four as well. But um, but yeah, you're right. I think you know when. When when Star Trek's not lazy, it's yes. always fun, oh. and I think that and like yeah. and it's just you know it, the, they always expand on the world. You know, one thing you know my criticism of Discovery, besides many other things, like you don't know who the hell's on the bridge. It's a uh, black black dude number two, blonde chick, uh, Asian <laughs> like, guy, Asian girl, <laughs> Asian guy, <laughs> Asian like it's like and at least this one you got to know a little bit more. Like uh, even you know Picard Junior, we kind of knew what his architect yeah. was going to be. But he wasn't as annoying as he th as we thought he'd be. It was kind of actually, I was actually no, surprised. I liked him better than Wesley. Um, I was saying, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think up, I like that they so. gave uh Jordy's daughters something to do and at least fleshed them out to show yes. that they're two yeah. separate daughters and why they're deaf separate. Mm -hmm. Like that was very mm -hmm. good. Like, hey, this is more of the rebel. This is the more you know in line with dad. But at least give them fleshed out so it's not. And and you know, Levar Burton said the same thing. He was like, yo, it was important to show that he has a wife. He has kids because he was so like non-sexual yeah, on TNG. Um, <laughs> yeah, they theater. sip they sip that dude all every season. Yeah, even when, uh, hey, even when he had like it, it was always yeah, it was always like, odd. My favorite thing though was when War. He's like, he's all proud of. He's like drinking the crew juice. He's like. <laughs> 
Oh, also, also a good highlight when uh, Ro came for that yeah. episode. That was, that was awesome. Yeah. That yeah. was, dude, yeah. that, that was, I didn't expect it, and it was awesome, nope. and it was like, she was there for two seconds. And that's like one of those things. Like, again, if you if you know, you know, and if you because you know, when you saw it, it just did, did something to you. And that's why yep. I can understand well, well, you guys talking about the Emmy thing. And I, I had to bring you down her, but I understand where where that came from yeah. because of that exchange. <laughs> and it was really good yeah. and really really well performed by by both of them. And and there was a look. Shout out to and she still Forbes. was great Good too. Great. Yeah. She 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 what? still doesn't look like she aged at all, and she the woman is just a she's brilliant great actress, man. Just yeah. really great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, now nah, she and and it was I liked it too because you got closure of from the old stuff for all the all the checkies, yes. but then you got to get fill in of everything in between. Yeah. Because you know, mm -hmm. you see Picard's face when he sees her like this yeah. bitch. <laughs> like, yeah. like he was yeah. real bad. Uh, with the um damn, what do they call him? The uh, the marquee, the marquee. Yeah. The, with yeah. with the marquee. Yeah. And the marquee was always supposed to be the gray, um the the, the yeah. kind of that looking Roddenberry's philosophy in the face and saying, Is this really sustainable or is it just idealism? Mm -hmm. That by people who can afford those ideas, and so and so the my right. key were were really good. You know, honestly, I thought they missed an opportunity in terms of villains that probably could have been uh, that did that went unresolved and could have been brought back. So I was thinking of the dude, the the entity that killed uh, Tasha Yar, uh, Orvis. Um, that would be cool. I recently watched that oh, wow. episode, and his whole thing was that he was tra trapping them there because what was it? Because he, uh, he felt like he it felt, basically because he was he was he was he was pure. He, he was the essence of pure evil as it existed in the people from that uh, from from that civilization, and they'd extract, extract they figured it. out a way to extract all the evil and negative and bad from their essence and so that pool is all that's left of their evil was, their avarice their he was all keeping them there emotion. to entertain him or something like that or i brought that up because tasha yar's death is probably one of the most unexpected like deaths True. that last in all sci-fi sci because literally yep. Yep. i'd forgotten about the episode and so when i rewatched it and I saw her get hit with his blast. I was like, "Oh, she just knocked out. She'll be it. She'll be back by the end of the episode." Yeah, yeah. no, she was. She was. You know, I did. Forgot. That's what I'm saying. I was very young when I saw that. Like yeah. very, very young. And so, since yeah, she was being loaded into say, space. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's pretty much what my reaction was when I real time when I watched it as a kid. I was like, "Yeah, she be back. She out. Yeah, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. whatever." Get Deanna out of the shuttle. That's the important part. And so when she dies, I was like, she'll be back. <laughs> that figure out a way. She ain't really dead. He just, you know, he almost killed her, but he didn't really kill her. And so when they have her burial at the end of the episode, my brain is still like, ain't nobody really dead at sci-fi. She gonna come back. And then the next episode happens and there's no Tasha. And the <laughs> next episode, <laughs> there's no Tasha. 
and Warp the rest of the next episode, yep. Warp and gets promoted to her, to her spot. So you, you automatically yeah. they the stakes, and that's what I'm saying. Like, even then, you couldn't always see the stakes, but they were there, and mm-hmm. and yeah. that yeah. told us that damn. This is a whole new Star Trek. Not everybody is always going to be safe on these away missions. And, yeah. and that was yeah. different than the original series. And, um, you know, again, Star Trek with each series put added a little bit more edge and a little added something that mm-hmm. Roddenberry likely would have been like, oh, no. Yeah. yeah, I would say the same and with. This um, is definitely more. This is yeah. absolutely no different because Roddenberry's whole thing was you can have disagreement between whoever the guest star is and the main characters, but the main core, the Magnificent Seven, as as they were referred to, <laughs> on the bridge crew, and you oh, never okay. had disagreement yeah. that lasted. You ne- that never got that never lasted beyond the episode. Yeah. They would disagree and have you know whatever. Here and there, but by the end of the episode, you had your classic TNG, and that's why we're friends. Yep. And then every and then the credits and would that roll. Was, that was <laughs> kind of yeah. like TV in general a lot during that era. Like, but Roddenberry specifically wrote it in yes. sort of the series Bible, um, and so that's why I said mm-hmm. like that moment. So I was to take it back to Picard. I thought Armis would have been the better uh, would have been a better option for for if if we wanted to move past the board in terms of uh uh an antagonist that was unresolved and that actually did some emotional damage to the to the TNG uh crew because because he traumatized them he killed was he unresolved though I mean they pretty much were like we're leaving you so yeah. and to do the things he did what makes you think he couldn't given time which he has plenty of Figure out a way you to get off that planet, get off which is planet. what we're kind of okay. You know, what I'm saying so. I can see that. Yeah, and I think I think the other thing too is you know, you, again, you have the full totalitarian of of Trek lore to pull from, right? And I think yeah, you're just and I, so right. I think it would have been interesting to to go that route. Um, I like you know going back to the whole petition and all that kind of stuff. Um, I think it's a good idea to, you know, go on to this whole uh, seven as a captain and that kind of stuff. It, it checks the, you know, woman captain box. It, it checks a lot of other stuff. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. then you have more, uh, more like time to pull from the, the the whole of TNG. Then you have time to pull in people from DS9. You have time because, right. you know, we all we all know Cisco's not coming back. So like people in DSD coming into a Star Trek legacy show, whatever with seven. Makes sense. Then you got people from Voyager coming in. So you can kind of hit right. two birds with one stone by doing that. And Voyager had a lot of interesting kind of villains that that, that was completely different from the other two shows that could have could be brought in. And you know, so you have a little bit more to play with. And you know, I think you have and you and you have a little bit more um runway now because if seven is the captain, besides we already did two things with the board, we don't really need to rehash no. that again. So now it's more about everything else. Like when we talk about um mm-hmm. like because uh, like even oh yeah for Chakotay they had never really they addressed that in the show but they don't really talk about him at all so that's another aspect of it like does he have a kid is he still around you know he's gonna pop up in uh, Prodigy they're also, yeah, that's why I heard they also that's haven't really discussed in terms of greater scope like what happened with 
the Gamma Quadrant after the Dominion War and the and the the fall of the Dominion and and the Founders. What happened in the Delta the wall, Quadrant right? after? Yeah, after a starship after our starship spent five seven years trying to get back to the Alpha Quadrant, which would take them seventy years, but they kept getting time mm-hmm. cut off their their travel because of the different things. Um, so I think there's a lot and all of that falls under the legacy banner because that all of that is a result of the legacy left by Voyager and left by in the Enterprise D and 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 Kirk's Enterprise and, and nobody cares about we love Archer but we don't love that show. <laughs> But there you go. There you go. 100%. 100%. Of show story. We'll, we'll, yep. we'll accept the yep. first Star Trek reboot, remake, re, re-imaging ever. If it yep. retails Archer's story and just yep. forget exactly. and just erase mm-hmm. all of what yep. was happening on you. Just give, me, just give me Archer and some Section 31 stuff. Yeah. You're good. All will be forgiven. But you're right. I think they're, they put themselves with the NW card. They put themselves in a nice situation where they have mm-hmm. a strong um, Strange New Worlds. They're sunsetting Discovery finally, uh, and then now they have now, and you know the and then their other properties are doing well on their own, like Prodigy, the kid stuff. Right. I watched the that dude. It's actually really fun. Prodigy, unwell, really good. like it should not be this good, and it's a kid show. No. You know, Lower Decks Definitely. thing. I rewatched uh, this previous season just because I wanted to. This is fucking still hilarious. It's <laughs> hilarious. And and will be timeless. Yeah. It's one of those shows where you could go and back to it five years from now, five yeah. years after it goes off the air, yeah. and I guarantee you, you will yeah. still get the same. <laughs> yeah. So I think I think Star Trek is a great situation now. With you know, I'm glad they did Picard for three seasons because you know, uh, you know, Captain Picard is getting up there in years. Let let him enjoy himself without having to do too much stress. Well, stress I mean, work. The characters already yeah. already technically died in in, in he, he died once. <laughs> Got yeah, a positronic exactly. body, so it's which which honestly, if you gonna give me a positronic body, you better make it the the 30, 30 version of me at least. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, don't yeah, give, me the, give me the card right, in your upgrade. Give me the, the seventy eight <laughs> version of my body. What's wrong with you? I don't want to look my age. I'm gonna reverse the yeah. Allow me to it's age. What? What? I mean, if it's a positronic body, which means that it could pretty much be anything. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Right, but they baked in at the end of season one. They baked in. Uh, season, yeah, at the end of season one, when they give him the body, they pretty much bake in that you know, like he was worried that they made him immortal, right. which he didn't want. So they were like, "Don't worry, you know, you're, yeah, you're still going to age like normal. You, yeah. You're already ninety some yeah. odd years old. You'll, 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 you'll just live yeah. another two centuries, watch a Hold few on. people you know get old and die, and then you'll die. And you're... <laughs> and he, you know. Yeah. But I think, yeah, but, power so right yeah, yeah, I think, the, you know, they have, they, they're, I think they're in a really good space. The, the, I think Trek, Trek and Paramount, they're doing their, they're, they're in a good spot right now that I think they're almost in a better start than uh, Star Wars in terms of like what they can do and where they want to oh, go. Yeah. And so yeah. I think it's going to be really interesting to see what they do. You know, uh, me and Josh have come this far with Discovery, so we shall carry the, 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 the weights. 
of uh yeah, I'm just gonna say he's gonna watch. Oh. I'm, just, I'm gonna put him out there on blast on the pod. <laughs> he said he was gonna watch just if for nothing I, else. I did, hey, we support black women here. We support I did black. I say women. that, and we do. yes to that. I do support black women, and I love Sonequa, and I think she is still the best part of that show. Um, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. I will be watching because I've stuck with this far. I mean, there's no point in not watching the how they end things, but um, yeah, you know. Here's what I'll say. I want Discovery to have a, a great final season because I feel like Same. if they have a great final, then it will book in where they began. And yes, they stumbled in three and four, seasons three and four. But what did you season but three you and four? Off. Season four was okay, but it was a low bar. Yeah. Okay. Right. And having an okay season on the heels of a that third was season just, that was just like, well, no, third season, I, I take that back. It was the other way around. I feel like third season was cool. I like season fourth was season bit, better because like they, they spent more time doing Federation stuff. Star, yeah, like Federation stuff. stuff. Yeah, that's a good point. Stuff. They did, but then, you know, the whole kid being the that's cause of the... Three. Of the uh, that's uh, the well. three. Yeah. Season three? Oh, my fault. Season yeah. four right. the right. one where right. with, with the... Uh, they sipped yeah, my man book. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> my man Book was out here killing aliens and saving whales and shit, and then all of a sudden now he's crying for like a season. All like, what? Now, granted, <laughs> his entire world was destroyed. It's his family. You're, yeah. you're so not it's wrong. Terrible. You're not wrong. If there's anybody who deserved nephew, only family who could cry a lot, it was him. But <laughs> I think what kept happening, and this is in lieu with the Star Trek, is that they kept trying to avoid making things as black and white, good and evil. So like the whole reveal of the bang being the, the Kelpian. Uh, yeah. It was awful that was because awful. Yeah. it was awesome. drug out the whole thing. Like if they had figured that out. And then what also yeah. to me made that so much worse is you're not going to convince me that it took 900 years to figure that out. Yeah. You're not going to yeah, convince exactly. me that it took uh, a, star, a, exactly. a rogue Starfleet captain and her crew from the few, from the past nine, 900 years later to figure out that the bang was an accident. That, that was, yeah. that was why yeah. that season just, but again, I'm hoping for, well, it was, and it was also anti Look, the, that aside, it was just anticlimactic that this kid that had emotional yeah. trauma that resonated through all the dilithium on the planet is what caused the, yeah, the, the burn. burn. Not the yeah, the burn. Um, and and it sucked because and like, I liked it's just it's it's anticlimactic. Yeah. I did not I did not it didn't it didn't land as something that would that would like I know there's no one on the show who said so you mean to tell me <laughs> that we suffered some nine hundred years of disconnection of all our so, from all our allies and all of the Federation? Three hundred eighty some odd years of 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 Federation uh, dominance and 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 ubiquity throughout throughout the galaxy because this kid had a fit. Yep, I would have exactly no <laughs> unacceptable. Shoot, I would have been shooting. <laughs> well, what's the name of uh of uh his planet? Um, uh, what is it? Kaminar. I would have expelled Kaminar from the Federation. I told him like, look, 
If I even see you in, in Federation <laughs> space, I will rain fire down on this goddamn planet. And, and my thing and my thing was is if it was gonna be that bad, just don't yeah. tell me then. Because I actually like the I like the the hanging like, yeah. oh, the burn happened and this because that's the that was the cool part about season three at the beginning. Because you're like, oh mm. shit. And I like that they arrived at two separate times. So then you had, you know, Michael been out there for a year figuring that shit out. And then they come in like, oh shit, where's Michael? And then I liked that 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 first six episode roughly yeah. was cool yeah. because you're like, okay, you're starting mm-hmm. to get a feel of what's going on. I was having a lot more questions. Hey, what happened to the Ramblers? What happened to the Klingons? So I, I like that mystery aspect of it. And then for it to just to be like, yeah, it was some kid that just had a fit. Like, well, what? I thought the the, the, uh, uh, the issue with yeah. the the Emerald folks, the uh, the Orion, oh, oh, Emerald Dawn, the Emerald Chain, Emerald Chain, yeah. Emerald Chain. Emerald Chain. <laughs> There, they could have. That was a worthy antagonistic group, but they never show us why they why they so bad. Like they just they just tell yeah. us over and yeah. over why exactly. they're so bad. exactly. And, we, and even the know, even the head, she was dope, and they kind of killed her off, kind of unceremoniously. Her and I was just like, yo, you you could let her be, let her rock she for a couple seasons. Been, Cause now there's no there's no overarching Literally. enemy, and there's always an overarching enemy. There's it, always. There's always something with Star Trek. There's always something well, looming now in the, the background. The, the Emerald yeah. Orion or whatever Emerald Chain Key Link, whatever they call they call them. <laughs> now they've all wow. of a sudden been squashed in season four. Like now yeah. they're just like not a factor. Exactly. So I'm just like, what yeah. is happening here? And yeah, I mean, and Osi- the actress who played Osira really did. Oh, she was great. She was a bringing that and she's legacy, life. right? Her mom's it's, was a. Her mom's was in Star Trek yeah, before. I, I forgot. I so like I believe so. Yeah. So you know, I think I think there was there was something that like <clears throat> an enemy who's 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 practically subjugated Starfleet for however many years they've been around because they don't just they don't necessarily give you a timeline as to the rise of the Emerald Chain, but Let's assume it's at least half the time that that, that the burn has Which been. Which was nine. It's thing. The whole thing was nine hundred years. Whole year. Emerald Chain was taken over around that. That's what I'm saying. Around that four hundred years into through it, because it took a yeah. while for yeah. them to completely be able to stand against against the, uh, the Federation in totality. To the point where there was a proposal on the table. To bring in the Emerald Chain, or to have a, an alliance between right. the Emerald Chain the Federation. and Federation—that's right. That was a big. To me, that says just how big yeah, they got some juice. Emerald Chain, yeah. Run. yeah. And I hope so to have. I hope they use so to some... have Osira. So to have Osira's death in the end of the it Emerald was, Chain no, is just like it made no sense. Yeah, throw me, throw away. It made no sense at all. And so it's again, it goes back to where the premise of the season was kind of interesting already, because I like what they introduced with Book. I like how they were, like, in the future, so now it gives them runway to do whatever they want, and then they still right. hit it like that? Ugh. And then four, it, it brought back a little bit, but not much. Like I said, I was still mad that Book was crying the whole the whole thing. Yes. But I like that they were doing more... I like that they were that doing more Starfleet with the series. That is the complaint with the series in general. Yeah. Everyone... Everything that I read anywhere about people's reaction to Star, to, to, the, to Star Trek Discovery is, yo, the characters are dope, the ones that we yeah. know. <laughs> you know, because we don't know the bridge crew. Yo. But the characters are dope. It's just crying, incessant, nonstop crying. If you, if you remember, if 
people who listen to the pod. Initially, the three of us were like, it's not that deep. You know, they ain't crying like that. What's wrong with y'all? But by season two, we were like, dear God. You're <laughs> <laughs> like, all right. I'm like, okay, you know what? There is a lot of it's crying on the show. Me, but it, it wasn't as <laughs> problematic <laughs> as it became when the story was hollowed out. You know? Like, yeah, 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 one exactly, and two, exactly. There were they were marching towards something. It was they were building yeah. towards oh, something. Yeah, there yeah. were interesting characters. Yeah. The actors was great. I mean, yeah. we had think about season one. You had Jason Isaacs. You had uh, Michelle Yao. Yeah, you had all these people that were that are great. They're just great on screen. Well, and mm, uh, mm-hmm. giving and giving some meaty the things to work. Oh, yeah. And the first one was like. Oh, oh, like this is great. Yeah. This is cool. I can I can fun. get past the silliness with the Klingons' appearance and and you know other little mm-hmm. small things, but because of that stuff. But then when they yeah. jumped to the future, it was like all the they left everything that was good about the show literally in that past. <laughs> yeah, and what what's sad is I was with it. I was like, I I'm listening. Season two, after the first two seasons, we could go yeah. wherever y'all want to yeah. go. Yeah, we still yeah. it about We've it. Established something really great. All the characters are good. You know, I I, I fell in love with Sonequa Martin Green again. <laughs> um, I, I loved. You got to work hard to make us to make a, a, a reimagining of Spock's character. Work. Yeah, because I had that was probably my biggest. Uh, trepidation going into season two like oh yeah, yeah. i was worried about that too How is you're, you're treading on holy ground there i don't know if y'all gonna be able to pull that off what could you possibly get to play and embody yeah leonard and you know what i found out a funny and fact he, about him is he played young kelso man. on that 70 show <laughs> yeah. oh really on that 70 show which means that that's Ashton great. Kutcher is older than him, which is to yeah. think about. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, I think mm. Ashton Kutcher's almost yeah. yeah. But I, I, I agree with you on that. Where like when they went to the future, I was like, "Yo, I'm on board." And like those first, yeah, like whatever y'all, do, first... they they earned enough. They earned they earned enough credibility where they could literally do whatever they wanted to do, and we were down. We and, were and the first the two episodes of season three, first three so episodes felt okay. They felt like yeah, it could yeah. be something. Yeah, I, yes. I think once Michelle Yo left, which is what episode six, I want to yeah. say. Yeah, that's when like when it pretty much just kind of broke down and just the wind I mean, came out the out of the cell. It was like yeah, dead in yeah, because I was yeah, because it was she cool because you got blue. you got really good interactions with Book and uh, Michelle Yo because you know that's basically her mom. You got you mm-hmm. know she's something's going on with her, so you're trying to figure it out. But yeah, once she bounced, then it was just like ugh. But so not to get too far because we're already going down to discover a rabbit hole. Um, mm. Give me your, give me well to wrap it up. Just give me your favorite moment from Picard season three, and then that, that, I, 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 like, I know everyone one. got. Yeah, you got to pick one. Josh, I got one. one. Josh, you think? You think? You think? Well, <laughs> I got one. So, all right, go obviously, ahead. Obviously, you. I wharf every moment. Was like my white white. Now, anytime he was yeah. on screen, I was just happy. <laughs> Anytime Michael Dorn as Worf is was on screen, it was a good time while watching Picard. So my most yes. favorite moment with Worf has to be 
Ah, so many, but the, so two, I got to do two. I'm sorry. The one is when they're sitting around, they're all remembering talking about how much they missed each other. And he tells them, he's like, <clears throat> try to do the workforce. He's like, I have slain many enemies over the years. And, and, yeah. so, and I, if I yeah. could have, I would have sent each of you their heads as a gift. <laughs> I was told that would be passive aggressive. That is classic war. So that was that moment. Loved it. And I couldn't stop laughing. Mm -hmm. It was such war. Um, and then the moment, which you guys yeah. will probably know the next one, when he first sees Deanna Troy. <laughs> oh. I feel like at any point, it was any interaction between Riker and Warp was no. just brilliant. But that they used her as you the know why that's so funny and so meta is because I read that those two actually were like really good friends off, outside of um outside of the show um uh, Marina Marina mm -hmm. searches and uh Michael Dorn like they apparently like hung mm -hmm. out all that stuff like they're really close and so when I saw that moment I, obviously we know that Riker and Deanna are married and Worf goes up to her mm -hmm. and her yeah, and he's to like he's right. like Deanna because it's the first time in the whole Picard in this season that he's actually shown like a a, a soft side. And he sees her, she's standing next to Riker, mm -hmm. who is her husband. And he's like, Deanna, I cannot tell you how much it warms my heart. The very Im image of you standing in front of Riker's like, and he's like, yeah, no, 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 that's no, my wife is like, dude. And then when he says, uh, then we'll make it a threesome. Do you hear yourself? <laughs> anyway, yeah, I would say for me, really. yeah, so since you took warm, I'll say Riker because Riker had oh, so man. much fun. Like, Jonathan Frakes was having yes, a ball was. through the whole well, he series. He always does, though. Yes. He, he loves Jonathan yeah, Frakes because yeah. anytime he's involved with Trek, he just has a great time. And you could tell, you could tell whether he's directing yep. or Absolutely. he's being. Doing both, being Riker in one scene and behind the camera mm -hmm. in the next, he just brings that love for the Star Trek world, and you and you feel it. Then anytime he's he's around, one hundred percent. And I, I like him, him and in and worse interactions the whole time. And he was just like <laughs> when they're talking about him uh, work making tea, and he's a pacifist. Mm -hmm. And Riker's like, oh, we're 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 gonna die. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, you're going to bring some of that Klingon violence with me? He's like, I prefer this here. In the I'm actually a pacifist now. Oh, we're all going to die. Uh, I think, yeah, Riker had me cracking up the whole time. Like, I, I loved it. Yeah. I liked it. I liked the Even in his interaction with Troy about their son that and all that great. kind of stuff. And yeah. they kind of fleshed that. That was great. And um, I like that they let, you know, they let they let the character of Riker have the different sides yeah. that he has. The parts of him, mm -hmm. you know, him, him being bored. He's like, yeah, I'm never, I don't do much yeah. now. And that's very consistent then, with, with Riker because we yep. know that Riker is very much the joie de vivre individual. Like he's, he's, yep. he's very devoted to the people loyal. He's a very loyal person, but he needs that, that, that interaction of, of, of with people in the, that challenge, you know, like you said, he, he found something yeah, he, when he, went into to face death <laughs> yep yep you know, got, got a little kick in the pants yeah. yep got a little kick in the pants like he actually wanted to go on this adventure because he needed the distractions from his feelings and the sense of dread that he had from before 
And it was a cool moment, you know, when he's hanging out with Troy. And I would say that'd probably be my moment when, you know, uh, tr you know, Troy was like, "Yeah, uh, a changeling came, and uh, and came to the house, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and great bed, terrible at every terrible at making pizza." And the writer's like, oh, you know, he was good. Oh, that sounds like me. <laughs> no, he definitely like, like, like me. Terrible at making pizza. He's writer's like, yep, damn. Yep. And Damn, so I would say, me. and to that, I would say again, the writers, the writers and the cast did a good job of making sure that if it was any of them, the writing was great. It was good. It was on yes. point and all that stuff. Like D'Angelo said earlier, a lot of the plot points, a lot of the narratives, a little all over the place, a lot of exposition, but the nostalgia and the cast yeah, literally brought it over it to the edge. Every every time they're on screen, yeah, um, it made it made it really good. Uh, I, before I before I get to Josh, I'll also say a salute to my man Shaw. I didn't think he would actually be someone that I would care about by the yes. end of the, yes. uh, the yes. season. And I know and how they, I they felt about him. was amazing. His his yeah. character development from the beginning when you see him all the way to the end was definitely a really good arc. I thought you know the the the, the geek out when he met Jordy who was like I his hero. That was great, especially <laughs> yes. considering that we he had been established as being indifferent to the hero worship and all that stuff. Yep, yep. He did not like, care about man. any of them. He just literally, every time someone come, he was just like, yeah. I don't care about these people. The moment LaForge showed up, he was like, oh shit, hey, 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 what's yeah. going on? And, then, and that's what's so great. About <laughs> and, I, and he was, and he was yeah. impactful, right? Mm -hmm. Because like, when so when D'Angelo started watching, I think the first text message I got from him was, I started watching Picard. What is wrong with Liam Shaw? <laughs> what is this dude's deal? Why is he disrespecting my boys? And I was like, trust me, he'll you'll get there. He has a very good reason. I'm not gonna tell you what it is, but you'll get there. Yeah. And eventually it got but there. But he was a good oh, character and it was... for that in, in retrospect. He was a good character, what we what we call in, in writing a reflexive character to to really mm -hmm. um challenge the notion of okay you you're, you guys have this big history behind you this big legacy what a lot of people don't talk do about not. or the things that are <laughs> the things that happen in between like i like that he brought up the whole him being on the st on the base when when lacutus rolled through with the board mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. that made me think about the moment we see in ds9 where it's cisco and he loses his wife and all that stuff. And then Before, later he has to yeah, interact yeah. with Jean-Luc Picard when he's giving him his assignment. And he, similar yep. to Shaw, okay. he was very cold and very icy with, with Picard. Yep. Like, yeah, in fact, as far as we know, Basically. those two never had like Reconcile. really a moment of reconciliation where Cisco okay. was like, I know you were, well, he does in the episode saying, you know, yeah, they, they the kind of the talk. Episode, they yeah. don't leave it with the hostility. Like, he, he acknowledges, like, no. yo, I know that wasn't you or whatever, but, you know. They... That's that Roddenberry effect. The main characters cannot have conflict that yeah, lasts but, more but, than enough. But, but Cisco yep. made it clear, you know, but that was my wife. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. And, and, like, exactly. that was the love of my life. <laughs> yep. And they do a great job throughout, without going too far on a yeah. DS9 tangent. They do an incredible job across the seven seasons of DS9 of making you feel his anguish yeah. and his loss over his of his wife. Like it, it is a major player in the in the sort of narrative Absolutely. of his character 
throughout the seven even after he starts yeah. dating Cassidy Yates, it still it still is a present. Like he's he gets past it. Like he he sort of But it's there. It's yeah, always gonna be there. there. Yeah. Well, it's and it's part of the thing time. that separates him from Picard or Kirk or whatever. Like we said before, Picard yes. was married literally to Starfleet. And that's sort of what yep. the trilogy of seasons of of the three seasons of Star Trek Picard has each addressed in its own way is that you have just existed as an individual, but you've only lived for Starfleet. Why you don't yeah, have right. you couldn't reconcile with your with the trauma with your mother uh before you didn't you weren't able to get over yeah, data's death in the in a real good way and you know your friends mm-hmm. have put distance between yourself and because they stopped and you didn't you just kept going and yep. achieved right. the highest rank that there is to achieve you know starfleet was his life so the one through line that star trek picard does that i'll give the writers credit for is examining the man, the myth, the legend in a way that deconstructed and but kept it intact. So we don't leave Picard thinking different of Jean-Luc. Like we still love him as the as one of the best and greatest of all of the Star Trek fictional captains. Uh, and even we love mm-hmm. him even more because we saw him rise to, you know, actually admit, you know, if you had told me that I had a child or if I had known, you know, not even putting the blame on Beverly, if I had known, I yeah. would have wanted to step into that role. I would have made, made that sacrifice. I would have told Starfleet, yep. no, this is it. I have nothing more to prove. Find somebody else to say the galaxy for the change. I'm going over here with my <laughs> son and my lady. So, yeah. Yep. So right. that facts, was the facts. strongest not part facts. of the series overall, I think. Yeah, that's definitely dope, Josh. I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you. I'll let you close this out. Uh, mine is twofold. Um, I think number one is just the blatant disrespect over the course of the series for Picard as a character. <laughs> um, the Starfleet seat from the first seat from the first episode of the first season when he goes to see Starfleet CNC and. He's like, oh, I just need a ship, blah, 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 because we need to go. I, you know, if you don't want to expend resources, just give me a ship. And she's like, the fucking cheek of this man <laughs> in my office asking me for a starship so he could. He's a retired admiral. Where do you get off yeah. asking me for yeah, a That's how I felt in Shaw when he was and in then, and it, Yeah. And literally from that episode, all the way up to the end. There's just no respect for this man at all. I think you get a little bit more in the way of respect for him in season yeah. three. Yeah. And I think it's a good balance between respecting the Admiral. Because when he takes so with so like with Liam Shaw, for example, when he comes on board, complete disrespect. Totally. Yo, we want to go to the writing system. He's like, oh, who ship? Yeah. Money? <laughs> well, when he well, takes there's, over there's a lot of... Shaw backs down. When he goes, yeah. when he says, belay that order, we're doing this, 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 and this. Shaw takes a Shaw takes issue with it, but he can't now, countermand yeah, his yeah, order. Exactly. He, 
and I think a lot of it too was just, uh, not, he's still an admiral issuing orders yep. on the de- on the yeah, deck of the and, I, and it's a lot of um, what have you done for me lately, right? It's like, yo, I've yes. saved the galaxy seventy eleven times, and but I need something right now. Everyone's like, I mean, that was yeah, but you saved the galaxy last year. I, what do you I, uh, I like to <laughs> right. think of Kirk in Generations. He had one line that I thought was just just knocked it out when uh, when John Luke tells him. He's like, um, he says something when they when they fight. He's like, it's like you have to do this. And and Kirk goes, he's like, well, I've saved the galaxy yeah. uh, several times now, young man. He's like, so I think the galaxy owes me one for a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he said it in that Kirk way that was like, oh, yes. and not hey, that's real man. though. That was, yeah. that was real as real gets. Yep. But you know, just the the general disrespect for him was just amazing. Yep. <laughs> and and I think. It, that did a really good job of turning the Roddenberry Bible that. on its ear where, you know, there was no conflict between characters. Everybody had a problem with Jean-Luc yep. all three seasons. Yep. Um, and so the, the second thing that I loved is the scene between, well, Rolaren showing up, number one, was just like a, yeah. a huge gasp. Um, but the scene between her and, and Picard, both in the 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 officers lounge and in uh in hollow deck 10 forward was just absolutely brilliant i don't care what anybody says that is the emmy word there the, you can shoot it down all you want d'angelo that is an emmy word award worthy scene if they're gonna submit you submit that scene you submit the scenes between them it was just just michelle forbes just is is eternally dope i just i, I loved her when she first appeared on TNG, and I've loved everything I've seen her in. She's also a now nerd. And... She's a mm-hmm. one of the the nerd queens of of that we gotta acknowledge because she she's done Most she's been a lot of stuff and a lot even, of science even, fiction. Uh, yeah, she's in True Blood, and and mm-hmm. and she was great in that. And one of the one of the only standout performances, um, Battlestar Galactica, Star mm-hmm. Trek. Uh, you know, just like everything you can, any most of the stuff you can think of. I even saw twenty four. I was watching a random episode of um, oh, the Outer Limits on uh, you know the the old anthology that was supposed to be like kind of like um, Twilight Zone too. Uh, she was in an episode of mm-hmm. that. I was like, man, she was she was just like uh, uh, Satchoff today. Satchoff was that right. person that was you saw her in a lot of stuff but she's always in like the geeky stuff that uh that uh back then it was marginalized society they is celebrated <laughs> yeah that's a, that's a good point but that's a very good point her, her but her ability as an actor to go like i feel like the the rest of the cast sort of revolves around patrick stewart you know what I mean? Like they orbit him and they kind of, you know, there's a certain def even in the disrespect that he gets throughout the series, there's still a certain deference to him with certain mm. core characters. But Michelle Forbes stood toe to toe with Sir Patrick Stewart in those scenes. And you could, it wasn't just disrespect. Like you could, if you watched the last episode that she appears in TNG um, and she leaves the Marquis, like she's torn up to the point where she pulls a phaser on Riker and and basically beams off the off the oh, shuttle really? to join the yeah. Maquis officially. Because she's supposed to be so the, the backstory is for who, who don't remember or didn't see it, is 
uh, she's assigned that she's she's undergone advanced uh, advanced training at Starfleet and is assigned to uh, go undercover with the Maquis, who is a rebel sort of uh, terrorist organization, pseudo terrorist organization, um, who's was disputing uh, the demilitarized zone that's created between the Cardassians and the Federation over disputed uh, areas from a previous war between the two, and so each side gives up. Uh, territory in there in uh, gives up space in their territory uh, as a demilitarized zone, neutral territory between their two between their two solar systems. And so, uh, her character is tasked with going undercover uh, from the Maquis, who basically rebel against that demilitarized zone. Um, and so she's to intro- infiltrate them and subvert them. And she eventually becomes sympathetic because you know she grew up on. Bajor, which was, you know, a world that was subjugated by the Cardassians, and she was uh, she was a, like a rebel terrorist of, of after a fashion. So, she sympathized with them. And so, fast forward to Picard, and here she is, you know, she's a commander, and just the absolute disgust <laughs> that she's not only been readmitted to Starfleet, but she's a commander. How did you get the rank of commander? Explain yourself. Talk to me. Yo, talk to Picard you. was uh, he was a little shit. He was rattled. He was rattled. He was rattled. He was absolutely. And they were great. Little. They were great. They were great. They were not Emmy worthy, but uh, they and, were great. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to mess with Josh. With Josh. Yeah, I that. Well, but I mean, just the energy in those two scenes where they go at each other. I mean, you don't go at you don't go at oh Patrick Stewart. You certainly don't hold the same space with him in a scene with that level of that with that gravity and she absolutely 100% murdered that scene those those two scenes with her where he's like you know he's he's like giving it to her he's like yo you need to tell me how they let you back in <laughs> and how you you know you are tra- you know you're a traitor right like you know you're like you you don't hold no sway I'm an admiral you're a commander you don't hold no sway over here and she's like uh Starfleet security totally you yeah, <laughs> basically. Nah, I, and I think awesome. that's like I said. Going back, that was one of the and and also too, she was also uh, uh, Admiral Kane in Battlestar yep. Galactica. God, I always, yes, I always got to shout out that yeah. part because that was, was Battlestar Galactica a, Razor. A pivotal, was awesome. a pivotal yes. moment. She played a pivotal role in that. Uh, Absolutely, that, that was a hard left turn for the series. One hundred percent. But yeah, man, I think you know Picard as a whole. Like I said the fan service was on a thousand. But if you're gonna do it, you got to do it well, and I think they did a really good job. Like, like, and I think they did a really good job of pushing past some of the plot holes that D'Angelo ever so gleefully pointed out. <laughs> uh, I think they did such a good job of. The, it's like they made. The, I think when D'Angelo and I were talking about it, it was for me. It was they did the things that they did so, so well that the things that they didn't do well got pretty much paved over not completely gone and they're still there and you still notice them but it's like they just got so much right so well that it was just like you forgive you know you forgive the little things that they because they're at, at the, most of them were minor things that you were just like hey, all right i'll let that pass yep it, no, it works so well i don't I, think I, it would have um been uh, so I think, uh, yes, I agree. I think that a lot of those things that they did right worked well. Um, I cannot say that without 
acknowledging that that's me grading on the curb. Um, but at the yeah. same time, given what I saw, what we saw in season two, and that this is was the last season, I had no problem with what with what with how things went. Yeah, I agree too. I agree too, and I think like. They they Definitely. they landed the plane well. We all are satisfied. You know, I I as, as a Trek fan, you know, we've all watched uh, TNG and Deep Space Nine multiple 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 times. Oh yeah, um, Lord, yes. Uh, Picard season three, we're probably the only one I might rewatch just because I like the nostalgia of it. I'll know not maybe not soon, but I can see myself I in the future. I will rewatch. Um, I've already been through the whole. I've already turned through the thing a, a second. Yeah, I, I could watch <laughs> uh, uh, the third season because it's also great because you don't really need a lot of the info from the first two seasons. Other than nope, at all. Yeah, at all. Thing any yep. me. But, I told someone asked me, someone asked me, like, oh, is Picard good? I'm just watching. I was like, yo, just yeah, watch season three. Watch, you can do season one. Too. You can do season one. You can do season one. You can absolutely If you are so compelled, if you don't, because I don't think it's necessary for where they went, which is where you wanted them to go, which hey. is to to have all of the other, uh, the other guy, the other folks come onto the into the story so um yeah i i think i think at the end of the day they um like i said they they stuck the landing and i think that's what matters the most and yep. and it was fun i enjoyed it i it was bittersweet because that is probably mm-hmm. the last time we'll see all of those actors together yeah um yeah, because unfortunately they are all up there. They they all are, uh, yeah. you know, probably the youngest one is probably um, uh, LeVar Burton. LeVar Burton, right? I'm not mistaken. Yeah. He's probably yeah, the youngest one, I think so. Spider is 74, cool. believe it or not. Spider? Oh. Yeah, because Dorn Prince is in his 70s, right? Dorn, they all yeah, are. They all are. They're all in their 70s. I think Riker is, I think uh, Jonathan Brakes is like Five. I mm. thought he was in his seventies. I thought he had hit seventy already. Uh, he, I think he's in his. If he's, if he is, in his late no, sixty. He's seventy. Mm. He just turned seventy. Okay. Yeah. Well, he just yeah. turned seventy. Okay. I think Lavar okay. Burton is the youngest one, and he, and he's like probably in his sixties, early sixties. Yeah, no, mid sixties, late sixties. Now sixty six. Yeah. Huh. So every all of them are are up there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. well. Yeah, man. Like that. Well, I mean, you know, there were some tearjerker moments. You know, like well, we say that they, all of them were up there, but look, Star Trek: The Next Generation debuted in 1987 and ended in 1994. Star Trek. Nobody asked you. 1980s. Seven. Wow. Nineteen eighty. Nobody asked you all of that. I did not realize yeah. it was that. People huh. don't ask me a great no. anything, Josh. Oh, but I once it. I say it, you're happy I did. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Dude, I was I was still wearing pajamas and had to get permission to stay up late to watch the TNG premiere. Yep. That's how young I was. Yep, yep, yep. Wow. Um I so yeah, Joe movie. So as always, we can rant about Star Trek forever, but we still got to yes. we got to do we got to go and do things. Um, but yeah, 
Everybody, yeah. thank you for listening to this rant about Star Trek. We we're like, hey man, we're gonna do a little short one, blah, blah, blah. Then you added the the history well, of Trek. <laughs> literally talking trash about how, like, yo, we're gonna do a tight 30 on Star, Star <laughs> well, Trek later. Right before we get the core. And here we are. Oh, how many minutes? Oh, oh, how long? Yeah, we out there. Yeah, we we out there. But hey, uh, it, as always, it's super fun. Thanks for uh listening to us, rant. And uh we'll talk to you guys later. And here's Make it, make it go. <laughs> I like make that. it that go. Was great. <laughs> oh, I forgot to say before, we, before I say peace again. When Seven nope. was the captain, and they were like, "Hey, what are you gonna say?" I thought yeah, that was a good I moment. Love I, that. Forgot, I forgot that. I love that. that. They cut moment. it before they she even said it. it. I thought yeah, that was she said it. Yep. I, I I love that. Yep. Um, because you know what? That was good. honestly, I like Samiqua, but less flying. Never. Nope, it ain't Okay, we're leaving. Now we gotta go. Now we're going. Now we're going. We're gonna go down another rabbit hole. We out, we out, we out.